What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. He's rap's original gangster with an upbringing steeped in the rage of inner city struggles. Born in South Central Los Angeles, Ice Cube's childhood was marred by tragedy. He joined forces with Compton's Eazy-E and Dr. Dre in the hip-hop group N.W.A., which sparked a musical revolution. The group gave a voice to the streets, shining a light on the hustle, the frustration, and the struggle. His blunt force raps made him a marked man. Ice Cube then became a major player in Hollywood as an actor, writer, and producer. But Cube's most important role has been as a dedicated husband and father. Now, Ice Cube reveals his rhyme and reason beyond the attitude. This is Ice Cube, Behind the Music. At the age of 42, Cube still commands the stage with a scowl and raps with his legendary ferocity. But these days, his two sons, Doughboy and OMG, join him on stage. I never thought they'd be rocking with me. I always pictured them little, you know what I'm saying? You never picture them when they bigger than you. And um, they got skills, you know what I'm saying? As soon as you hear that music, you're OMG, you're a rapper now. This isn't Dad, this is Ice Cube. You gotta rock it. And when the spotlight's off, the godfather of gangster rap skips the after party and heads right home with his family. Probably somebody somewhere in the club mad at me because I'm at home with my family. But for the most part, uh, I'm going to do what I want to do. I ain't living for nobody but myself and, and my family. Ice Cube has always been a family man. Born O'Shea Jackson in 1969, he grew up in South Central Los Angeles, the youngest of four children. What's up, homie? Let's see what you're working with here. Let me get one of these squeeze pops. There used to be a lot of kids on the block. All the kids that moved away, I guess we grew up. We was the kids. Well, this is the house I grew up in. Got a nice fresh paint job. Cube's father was a groundskeeper and his mother was a custodian. And they raised him with solid working class values. O'Shea always was a good person and uh, funny. He was a good kid. You know, I never did have any problem riding him. By me having my father there, he taught me how to be a man. He taught me how to be a leader and not a follower. 
To a young O'Shea, South Central seemed like any other Los Angeles neighborhood. I thought we was rich, you know what I mean? Because the neighborhood at first glance looks like a pristine place to be. It seemed pretty quiet around here, but just freaks come out at night. In 1981, 12-year-old O'Shea was exposed to the reality of his hood for the first time, when his half-sister Beverly was murdered just a few blocks away. She was 22 years old. Her husband, he was depressed, and he just came back one day and barricaded herself in the back room with her. Then they heard gunshots. We got up to the house, and they told us Beverly died. And we all started crying. And I'll never forget that day. She loved O'Shea. She was crazy about O'Shea. That's when I knew that the world that I was living in was a dangerous place. I started hardening myself to that by that age, you know, especially when it hit so close to home. In the mid-1980s, the crack epidemic began to ravage South Central, turning his once quiet neighborhood into a war zone. And to the local residents, the police were only aggravating the misery. But while others fell into gangs and crime, O'Shea plotted a more positive exit strategy. I always got off on being constructive and not destructive. Hip-hop seemed like a way out. During his sophomore year of high school, he began writing raps, and he started referring to himself as Ice Cube, a nickname his brother had given him because he was so cool with the ladies. My name is Ice Cube, and I want you to know I'm not Run DMC or Curtis Blow. That was the first line I ever wrote. That right there, you know, it was the jump off. In 1984, Cube teamed up with his neighbor, Sir Jinx, forming a group called CIA. That was Jinx's house right there. We used to be in that garage right there, getting down. Cube is a rider that can become a chameleon. So he was able to take everybody's story and implement it in a rhyme. It was really about party rapping at that time. You would want to rap about stuff that was fly, you know what I mean? That was the style. Cube caught his first big break when Jinx introduced him to his cousin, Andre Young, who was a hot local DJ known as Dr. Dre. At a barbecue in this house right here, I met Dre for the first time. Back there, he heard me rhyme. The rest is uh, not only history, but it's the future. In 1986, Dre introduced Cube to his childhood friend, Eric Easy E. Wright. He was a former crack dealer who wanted to become a music manager. Easy, you know, I looked up to him in a lot of ways because he was progressively trying to figure out how to make it and how to better his situation. Impressed by his writing, Easy asked Cube to write a song for a group of New York rappers he was managing called HBO. And brought it back to Dre and everybody, and they all was in there. I want I rapped it to him. And HBO was like, can't rap that. He talking about six four Chevys. Ganking people, we from Queens. We don't know about this. Dr. Dre turned to Easy, who had never rapped before, and asked him to try recording it. And when he learned the rhyme, Easy E was born. And then Q was introduced as a writer. Boys in the Hood became a big local hit, injecting a fresh perspective into hip hop and almost single handedly creating the genre of gangsta rap. When I first heard Boys in the Hood, I was like, Somebody speaking for us. That was something I was like, whoa, we got something here. 
LA Gangs wasn't the topic that you heard a lot about in the late 80s, but they brought that to the forefront. We started looking at this as our niche. We had the hottest record on the street and people wanted more. By 1988, MC Ran and DJ Yella had joined Dre, Easy, and Cube, forming a group of local hip-hop all-stars. They chose a name designed to stir controversy. In 1988, 18-year-old Ice Cube was a member of NWA, an all-star group led by a Compton drug dealer turned rapper named Eazy-E. Eazy had formed Ruthless Records with veteran manager Jerry Heller, who believed he had found the next big thing after hearing their demos. I just thought the power of it was something that was a lot different than anything I had heard before. I felt like he was this white dude that was pretending to love us. If you wanted to put a picture of shady management, <laughs> here's, the, here's the picture. Despite his misgivings about their management, Ice Cube headed into the studio with NWA in March of 1988, where they spent six weeks and $8,000 recording straight out of Compton. Released by Priority Records in August of 88, the album changed the face of hip-hop. Here was a group that was rapping about stuff that we all knew and we were living. Ice Cube brought that voice of aggression, you know, of that anger. Everybody else was making this popcorn music. And we just came from the streets and people just like, wow. <laughs> when you think of, of N.W.A., you just think of the truth. But at the time, mainstream America couldn't handle the truth. First, their video was banned from MTV due to what the network called violent content. And the controversy was only beginning. The album's most volatile track, written by Ice Cube, was a searing indictment of police brutality in the inner city. When the police came out, that was how we felt. People were getting killed by the police, they were getting beat by the police, there was, there were, and there were, no, there were no repercussions. The song sparked an outcry from conservative critics. The FBI took an extreme measure sending a letter to Priority Records, accusing NWA of encouraging violence against law enforcement. And then everything just exploded from there. With little radio airplay or video exposure, Straight Outta Compton went gold in four weeks, eventually selling three million copies. By the summer of 1989, Ice Cube and NWA had become unlikely pop stars. MTV was forced to jump on the bandwagon. NWA launched a national tour, and the road became a paradise of partying and women. It's just it's everything, from guns to weed to women. But while the other band members were getting wild, Ice Cube found himself turning into a one-woman man. That summer, he met Kimberly Woodruff, and the two soon began dating. It was just kind of like we were looking for each other all this time. He felt like, okay, this is someone who has my back, you know, and she's going to always have my back. Cube would need the support as he entered into a financial dispute with NWA and manager Jerry Heller. By mid-89, Cube claimed he had received only $32,000 in royalties. He just didn't feel that he was getting a fair share for what he was contributing to the success of those records. At a crossroads, Cube turned to the one person he could trust, I didn't know if I was going to leave or I was going to stay. And Kim, she was like, believe in yourself and your ability, and we'll roll whatever happened after that. In late 1989, Ice Cube decided to leave NWA and go solo. The breakup led to bitterness. 
That was the last I've seen of him for years. I just realized there's no way to keep this friendship together if the business went so sour. Coming up, Cube becomes America's most wanted. And then Ice Cube's movie career nearly ends before it begins. When Behind the Music continues. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. In 1989, Ice Cube walked away from N.W.A. at the height of their success over a financial dispute. I think we all thought, okay, he's done. Everyone was telling him, oh, you left the, the, the biggest group ever. You made a mistake. You a fool. Cube had to prove he could stand on his own. So he recruited Public Enemy producers, the Bomb Squad, as co-conspirators. And he flew to New York in late 89 to record his solo debut. He had a lot to prove he had a lot of baggage and he had a lot of pressure. He came to the to our spot with eight composition books full of rhymes and lyrics and songs and ideas. It was, this was incredible. I've never seen anybody so committed. I mean, he came into my studio and slept on the floor for three days. I wanted to not just rap, but rap about stuff that was real. Released on May 16, 1990, America's Most Wanted was a funky dispatch from the front lines of the inner city, filled with dark humor and brutal honesty. 
It's pure on a deltarated cube. It, it's playful, it's funny, it's dangerous. This record was the street's favorite record. The first single shot to the top of the rap charts, and the album went platinum in three months. But Cube's explicit R-rated lyrics enraged women's groups. Cube was unapologetic, claiming he was just keeping it real. Some women want to act like bitches and hoes. They got to be put in that category. What else you going to call them? While Cube was under fire from women's groups, privately, he was dedicated to his girlfriend, Kim Woodruff, whom he'd been dating for two years. She's just the perfect woman, friend, confidant, partner. Cube and Kim got engaged in 1990, and she gave birth to their first son, O'Shea Jr., in February of 91. When you have a baby, you have to make sure they have a chance to be successful. That's your job. And Cube took that responsibility all too seriously, especially when it came to financial dealings with his label, Priority Records. My son was five days old, and I was expecting an advance so I could buy a new house for my family, and I got a bull excuse on why it wasn't coming down the pipe. That was kind of a, a misunderstanding uh, that we had, and we didn't quite communicate as well as we should have. So Cube let his baseball bat do the talking. I went up there with a bat and just tore up the office. There was a lot of glass everywhere. I had a few of the homies with me, and it was just ugly. I had an aluminum bat. It was bent when I left. He did me a huge favor by uh, basically destroying the television and forced me to get a new TV, which he'd been bugging me to do for years. <laughs> Cube got the advance, and a few weeks later, he got some more good news. A first-time director named John Singleton wanted to cast him in his movie, Boys in the Hood, which was inspired by Cube's seminal street anthem. He's like, yo, you perfect for it. I'm thinking like, you know, I'm, I'm totally unqualified for this, bro. And when it came time for his audition, Cube's acting career nearly ended before it started. My manager said, yo, these pages came in. You read tomorrow. All right, took the pages, folded them up, put them in my back pocket, never looked at them. We sat him down, he read it and everything, and it's like, he sucked. I said, you didn't read this, did you? He said, no, nah, I didn't read it, I've been touring. And I said, man, you gotta go read this. Just go read the script and come back. So when I read it, I'm like, oh, they're about to do a movie about how we grew up. I'm perfect for this. And so he came in and he's, he started doing his thing. He was dope boy. I was just like, whoa, this is gonna be a good movie. <laughs> Released in July of 1991, Boys in the Hood became a cinematic landmark and turned Ice Cube into a movie star. The ease in which he kind of exhibited movie star charisma and held the screen like a where have you been? Like, you know, you should have been acting for, for years. It was a great experience, man, and I just wanted to do more movies. It's hard to match a classic like Boys in the Hood, but, you know, we're going to keep trying. In 1991, Ice Cube was at the top of the rap game. His solo debut had gone platinum. But as a new father, he was searching for a deeper meaning in life. He began to look into the Nation of Islam, a spiritual movement that aspires to improve the social and economic conditions of minorities in America. This was a whole different approach of, we in it together, we gotta get out of it together. You have to try to live the right way. That turned me on. Though he never joined the Nation of Islam, Cube did eventually become a Muslim, and he applied a new, more political perspective to his second solo album, Death Certificate, 
which focused on the plight of the inner city. I became a person who thirsts knowledge and, and tried to seek it out, and I realized some of these things should be said in the music. Cube's lyrical point of view became more attuned to social issues and political injustice. Cube kind of started making the transition from being gangster rapper to gangster politician. He turned around from being, you know, the cat that was always with the gangster to coming on saying, yo, let's look at how we living right now. Los Angeles was a powder keg of emotion when Death Certificate was released in October of 1991. The Rodney King beating was still an open wound, and racial tensions were rising. On April 29, 1992, the four police officers charged in the Rodney King beating were acquitted. Los Angeles erupted into three days of violent rioting, causing a billion dollars in damage and 55 deaths. These cops beat this man on camera, and you're telling us that they're justified. That's what made the riots jump off. He looked like a prophet after the riots. He told you it was coming. Every major news organization was banging down the door trying to ask, like, how did you know? I didn't have nothing nice to say. You know, I didn't have that can we all get along speech at that time in me. I was pretty much witty. Burned by the criticism of his hardcore rhymes, Ice Cube decided to tone down the rhetoric on his next release, 1992's The Predator. It Was a Good Day was a remarkable shift for Ice Cube. The single found its way onto mainstream radio and became his highest charting pop hit. I had people in my camp saying, you can't do that record. You do hardcore gangster rap. That record is talking about a good day. I said, well, you know, that happens too. You know, neighborhood ain't a war zone. The song also reflected the good vibes in Cube's personal life. When you live in this so-called American dream, I did want to celebrate a little bit and, and say, hey, you know, this is what it's all about. In 1992, he married fiance Kim Woodruff, the mother of his young son. She's the perfect person for him because she balances him out so. Very wise woman, very kind. If it really wasn't for her, I don't know if I'd be sitting here today as the man I am. As Cube settled into marriage and fatherhood, he was hoping to put an end to his beef with N.W.A. An opportunity arose in 1994 when he ran into Eazy-E in a New York club. We talked for hours. And we was talking about putting the group back together. The club ended up closing, and we both stranded. Cabs wasn't picking us up, and he started walking, and that was, that was the last time I seen him alive. Four months later, Eric Eazy-E Wright died due to complications from AIDS. He was 31 years old. Cube chose not to attend the public funeral. He says he did not want to say goodbye to Easy that way. I feel good that I didn't see him laid up in the hospital and I didn't see him laid up in the casket. I like the vision of him walking away, you know what I mean? With the New York City backdrop. That to me is a better goodbye than seeing him laid up. Coming up, Ice Cube becomes a major Hollywood mogul when Behind the Music continues. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. By the age of 25, Ice Cube had achieved massive success as an actor and rapper. He had released three platinum albums and appeared in a string of hit movies, including John Singleton's Boys in the Hood. I got bit by the bug, and John was like, it's going to be hard for you to find something like Boys in the Hood unless you probably write it yourself. So I'm like, whoa, what? He would ask me, how do you write a script? And I was like, man, you know, you write songs, you can write a script. Took the Boys in the Hood script, saw the format, and just started trying to write a script. In 1994, Cube crafted a comedic screenplay about a group of friends in South Central and pitched it to New Line Cinema. Immediately, you kind of, you roll your eyes and go, oh, another actor is writing a script. And then the guy just came in and just told a great story. Released in April of 1995, Friday, starring Cube and Chris Tucker, became a monster hit and established the snarling rapper's comedic skills. I remember reading the script. I'm like, oh my God, this is so funny. This is so silly. This is so real. You know, people saw Boys in the Hood. People saw South Central and all these things that was just showing that. It's like, damn, y'all act like we lived in the pit of hell. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't like that. We cried, but we laughed more than we <laughs> cried. Made for just $3 million, Friday grossed 10 times that. Suddenly, Ice Cube was a legitimate Hollywood player. That's when Hollywood said he is someone who can act, he can, you know, write, he can do all of this. Cube used his clout wisely. He made his directorial debut in The Players Club, starred in the critically acclaimed Three Kings, and then founded his own production company called Cube Vision. The company scored with the Friday sequels 
and the smash hit Barbershop. Try to show a candid look at, you know, at a little crack in the world that people don't usually get a chance to see, but so much action happens there. He is uh, very clever on the, the choices of the movies he makes. There's very few people get to do that in Hollywood, actually hold the reins and control what it is that you're doing. As he fast-tracked his way through the movie business, Cube was still making time for his first love, music. On 2000's War and Peace Volume 2, he reunited with his NWA bandmates Dr. Dre and MC Ren on the track Hello. The reformed NWA headlined the Up in Smoke tour, with Snoop Dogg filling in for Eazy-E. There was talk of recording a new album, but ultimately they decided there could be no NWA without Easy. I think we all collectively decided to put it to bed that without Easy, nobody will really accept this as NWA. Over the span of two decades, Ice Cube has gone from inner city rebel to Hollywood player. But Cube's most enduring role has been as the father of his four kids, OMG, Doughboy, Karima, and Sharif. I think I am firm but fair. I'm gonna always give fatherly advice. From somebody who grew up in South Central, you know, and didn't necessarily have a lot to an empire, he's the best person to have raised you. In 2005, Cube channeled his experience as a dad into his most surprising career move yet. He produced and starred in the family-friendly blockbuster, Are We There Yet? He's more like a little rougher than, than Are We There Yet? He doesn't go for too much BS. And the controversy was the fact that I did a movie for kids. Like, I can't do a damn movie for some little badass kids. <laughs> That's funny. With a successful sequel and a spin-off series on TV, Ice Cube is now being introduced to an entirely new generation of fans. Ice Cube transformed from, I mean, the toughest gangster rapper to, you know, kind, friendly. He could do a Jell-O commercial right now, I'm almost sure of it. Cube did it on his own. He did everything by himself because he knew that his instincts were better than anybody else's. I think I've been able to balance artist and entertainer and still get the people what I want, but be myself. Cube's now giving his kids a leg up in the business. His oldest sons, Doughboy and OMG, join him on his new record and perform with him on tour. They've been around music all their life. And what I love about them is they go and do their own music. They don't just wait for me. And uh, they're good. They're damn good, man. He told us one night, you don't know how happy I am to be up here with you two. So, you know, it, it means a lot to him. But after more than two decades in the game, Ice Cube insists he is just getting warmed up. He tells us there's no reason for him to retire as long as he has a tongue in his mouth. As long as I can still speak my, you know, my thoughts, why stop? It ain't gonna stop with Cube. It don't stop. It, I'm letting y'all know. I know him better than a lot of y'all out there. It ain't gonna stop. He loved being up close and personal with the fans, and it is what it is. I got a lot to do. I'm barely halfway through my career. <laughs> barely. My to-do list is always to get better at everything. I could be a better father, husband, brother, son, rapper, actor, producer, writer, you know. If I do that, everything hopefully will take care of itself. Ice Cube has continued to push the boundaries of hip hop and his own creativity, collaborating with everyone from David Bowie to Paul Oakenfold. 
Ice Cube defied all odds and became a major player in Hollywood as an actor, writer, and producer, both in action and comedy movies. Ice Cube starred opposite George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg in Three Kings and replaced Vin Diesel in the Triple X franchise in Triple X State of the Union. He's also starred in numerous comedy franchises, including Barbershop, 21 Jump Street, and Ride Along. Ice Cube has even branched out into the sports world, co-founding the Big Three Basketball League in 2017. From the voice of the streets to the star of the screen, Ice Cube has continued to push himself and grow, always getting better. Listen to Behind the Music on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And for more stories behind some of the biggest names in music, you can watch Behind the Music exclusively on Paramount+. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.